Hi, I'm Ken Kessler, and welcome to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. If you're new to this podcast, I want to start by saying thanks for joining us. If you're not so new, welcome back. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Now, to avoid any confusion, I want to say right from the get-go that there won't be any music played here. This is a place for conversation. I'll talk about Christmas music and some related topics, sometimes by myself and sometimes with guests. If you're looking for music, just go to soundsofchristmas.com and click on the tree or the player on the front page or on the Listen Now page. We play the best variety of Christmas music all year long. Well, except in October when we play the best variety of Halloween music. And since I mentioned Halloween, I want to talk to somebody who has some Halloween stuff as part of her site, and then we'll get into the Christmas side of it. Welcome, Michelle Stockard-Miller from TrueChristmasSpirit.com. Hello, how are you? I'm doing fine. Is that yeah. is that correct, by the way, TrueChristmasSpirit.com? Okay, so it is, um, the site is called Christmas Spirit Celebrating Yuletide All Year Long. The URL is actually true Christmas spirit, Christmas Xmas spirit dot blogspot dot com. While your site is mostly about Christmas spirit, you do have a Halloween section. So um, because we're still in October and the sounds of Christmas is still playing Halloween stuff, I'd like to start there. What can people find on the Halloween part of true Christmas spirit? There's a um, in the left sidebar, there's a little Halloween picture. And you can click on that. And it's basically um, just talking about Halloween origins and customs, uh, some history of Christ Christmas, I mean, sorry, Halloween, history of Halloween costumes, just a bunch of, you know, lore and legends and stuff. Then there's some statistics about, you know, how much people spend on costumes and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's just some interesting things like that in there. I had planned on starting to update more with like some adding some stories and I'm trying to figure out a way that I can branch that out rather than have a Halloween site all by itself. Cause I already have enough sites as it is. So, <laughs> you know, that's, anyway. that's one of the things that I do find in, in talking to people who do Christmas things is that they also, it's, it's not their only thing. They have lots of different passions and they have lots of different other projects with your Halloween stuff and and I only know what I'm about to ask you about because we're also friends on Facebook and we've been friends since the old MySpace days. I know you recently went to Salem. Do you have any stuff about your trip to Salem on the site yet or will you? I don't know. I hadn't even really thought about that. I did create an album on my Facebook and it's a public album that has all the pictures I took everywhere I visited. I went to Fall River to the Lizzie Borden house <laughs> And uh, just various places in Salem, the Witch Memorial, and the actual site of where they did the hangings. It's it was really a fulfilling and interesting trip. It was really busy and crowded, but it was worth it. <laughs> I may add something to my Halloween part. I didn't even think about that, so that's kind of a good idea. <laughs> oh. When I talk Halloween stuff with people, Salem is one of their bucket list places they want to go. What was the most interesting or surprising thing you found out when you were there the more touristy stuff is kind of like the witch the salem witch museum it's pretty outdated and what you learn there is stuff you pretty much already know i mean especially you know someone that probably goes to salem probably knows a lot about it as it is and i already knew a lot so that was kind of a little bit disappointing but 
the Peabody Essex Museum had an excellent exhibit. They had the, the whole history of the witch trials. And I mean, I learned stuff I didn't even know in that, in that exhibit. And Alexander McQueen, he's a um, fashion designer. One of his ancestors was one of the women that was hanged wow. as a witch. So he did a whole fashion line of stuff inspired by her and in her honor. And that's, so they had the whole fashion, you know, like they had a video of the fashion show and they had all the pictures of his, you know, fashions he designed around it. And it was just really interesting. So that was probably the most impressive part of the whole trip for me was that, you know. Where did the, the Christmas spirit site, where, where did that idea come from? Do you remember? Because I know you've had it for a while. Okay, so I originally had a, on MySpace, I had a Christmas site. That's where it started. And then when MySpace started kind of going out and then I started getting into blogging, I'm like, well, you know what? I'm just going to move this over and make it a, make a Christmas blog. And that's what I did. So aside from the Halloween stuff that we've, we've already talked about, what can people find at truexmasspirit.blogspot.com? Well, I... Um, I've gone really more secular with the site. So I kind of focus more on, I don't focus at all on the Christian side of it. It's, you know, for me, it's totally secular and it goes back to the pagan origins, which we all know is how Christmas actually came about. So that's kind of my focus. And so like on one side, I have um, like all the, the different, uh, origins of the different things like you know bells the yule log christmas feast mistletoe all that stuff i have that on one side of the site and then on the other side i have stuff about you know movies and books and just different stuff like that but that's my focus really you know kind of make a more secular site i guess i'm trying to say and i know that you like to do something special on Rudolph Day, which is the 25th of the month. And when you had first approached me about guest blogging on the site for Rudolph Day, I had not heard of Rudolph Day. I didn't know what it was. Can you sort of explain? I, I don't know if there is a, a, an official explanation, but what is Rudolph I, Day? Well, you know, I uh, actually had heard this the term on MyMerryChristmas.com, which you are very familiar with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where I heard heard of it. And basically, it's just what I learned was the tw- it, what it came out of, I think, was like people that really all year long plan for Christmas. So they're like doing their crafts and they're so they would pick like that date every month to do their stuff. And they called it Rudolph Day. So I and it's, it's the 25th of every month. So I just thought, well, you know, I'm just going to expand that into my posts. And I don't, I used to do it almost every month. Now I've kind of gotten a little less with it, but, (laughs) but when I do post on the non-Christmas time during, you know, not during the season, that's usually when I'll post is on the 20th. Last month on Rudolph Day, you had a post about new Christmas books. Anything in particular that, that leaps out up? Uh, leaps out at you about um, new Christmas books? Um, I actually, yeah. And, you know, I usually do that post. I usually do Christmas in July all month long on my 
blog, but this past July I was working on my writing, so I did not post it. So that's why I moved the book post to the September 25th Rudolph Day. Um, the books that I was most interested in was um, there's one. That, well, of course, Richard Paul Evans' new one coming out, The Christmas Promise, and I love his books. So I ordered that one. I've already got that one on order. <laughs> and then um, there's one about uh, the one. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a Wonderful Life cookbook. And I thought that was cool. So I'm thinking about checking that one out, too. But, and then there's like I'll Be Home for Christmas Movies, which I think might be a Hallmark thing. So but uh, there's some good ones on here. Midnight in Everwood kind of has a nutcracker nutcracker for adults is what it's coined hmm. so that sounded that sounded interesting too so there's some good ones more <laughs> than i had on the list too of course <laughs> oh of course that happens every year i'm not exactly sure when it was you started asking me to do a guest blog for the october rudolph day do you remember how long we've been doing this I, you know, I think it was not too long after I, I mean, I started in 2009, but I don't know if it was then. It might have been a couple years after that. It's been a lot, long time that we've been doing it. Yeah, I know when, uh, when I was writing the blog for this year, I know that I had blogs going back to 2014. And that was just because that's what I had in, in, word that i have on this computer but i feel like there might have been two or three more that went to data heaven on an older computer i'm not sure but for those who don't know because of my connection with the sounds of christmas station michelle invites me every year to kind of give a rundown of the new christmas music and it's not that i'm an authority I make mistakes on it. It's, you know, it's just that I have a pretty good grasp of a lot of the new Christmas music, but certainly not everything. And there are always surprises, just like you were mentioning with the books. There are always surprises, whether it's a single or every once in a while, a whole album. That's a surprise. That's not on the, that's not on the forecast for anybody. It's not on any record labels, website. It's just a complete secret, and then boom, it's out. And, right. and that's that's rare. And these days with social media and everything, it's harder, I'm sure, to keep that a secret, but it still it still does happen. And what I write, because there's so much of it, it's almost like a laundry list of everything that I can think of that has come out or that's supposed to be coming out. And not a whole lot of detail because I just try to get all of the information and there's a lot of it. And it's also, it's also Michelle's site. So I try not to make it go on and on and on for too long, but I was just curious if you saw anything in there that really piqued your interest or you wanted to know more about. Um, first of all, I did find the first time you guested was the 20, October 25th, 2011. So just two years after I started the site. So you've been, that's a long time. (laughs) Yeah. So this is our 10th anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Okay. So yeah, kind of pentatonics. I love them. So, Mm -hmm. and then that new cover is just awesome. The evergreen. 
I love the cover. So that's, and then I saw Steve Perry and my mom's a huge fan of him. So I was like, that's interesting. And uh, I kind of liked the th uh, sound of Kelly Clarkson's new one. And I was thinking Nora Jones too, but you know, there's always so many I would love to get my hands on, but it's like the pocketbook won't <laughs> oh, sure. allow too much. <laughs> well, I can tell you the Nora Jones album is, is, terrific i don't usually do reviews because so many artists advertise with the sounds of christmas and i don't like to play favorites so i don't want to review their stuff because it's because i've obviously have a, an interest in it and i don't want to say what the best stuff is and avoid them so it, it's really tricky but i can tell you the Nora jones album is terrific lots of different styles there's there's really something for everybody in there I just think it's wonderful. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's, I, it, it's about half covers and, and half new stuff. And it's, I really liked her. I really liked her first one she came out with. Yeah. So. Then, then you will like this one too. I was concerned at first because, um, not when I heard it first, when I heard about it, because it sounded like it was something that was angry because of personal things going on in her life. If, right. If you follow that kind of stuff, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, if you don't follow it, you don't care. So I was concerned that it was going to be an angry or emotional kind of thing. And it's not right. It's not at all. It's it's I think it's it's pretty great. Pentatonics album has not come out yet while we're recording this. It's due out. Um, oh, it's due out at the end of this month. So we're recording this in uh, the last full week of October and their album comes out at the end on that Friday. So it's not out yet as we're recording this. I've heard a couple tracks that are not Christmas songs, which is a pet peeve of mine, but, and they haven't released the official track list, but they've been doing this, this fun thing with their fans on Twitter where they use emojis to sort of tell to, to tell people what the tracks are and then they have to guess. And okay. some of them are, are definitely Christmas songs and I'm looking forward to hearing those too. I think, I think the majority of them are. The album is called Evergreen and that was another one that I was concerned about at first because Evergreen means that it's year-round. And I thought, well, uh, if this is something that's going to be year-round, I don't know that it's going to really be Christmas songs. Right. But there there are some definite Christmas songs that are going to be on it and they always do so they always do terrific and beautiful things. Steve Perry's is is only eight songs and two of them have been released as singles in prior years. So you've probably had a chance to hear those Silver Bells and I think Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas was the other one. He's released a couple singles from this already. So you can find on Spotify or on YouTube, um, I'll Be Home for Christmas in Winter Wonderland. So that's half the album right there that you can already listen to if, if, you, if you want. And if you're a fan of Steve Perry's, you will, you'll like it. It's, okay. it's that simple. It's good stuff. I haven't heard the other four songs, but based on, on those, very nice, very, um, I don't want to say very journey because it's, it's kind of softer than journey was. I mean, they're, they're, they're Christmas songs, but I think for, for certainly for fans of Steve Perry, you will like it. And if you decide that that's an album, that's a CD, a hard copy that you want to get, 
and I'm not getting any money for this. I can tell you that there is a special edition version of it at Target that some of them have autographed cards in them. Oh, wow. So if you're a big Steve Perry fan, and I'm, and again, I'm not getting any kind of kickback from him or from Target, but I can tell you that he signed a bunch of cards and they got inserted into some of the CDs that are going to Target. And I think that album is due in another week or two. Okay. So that'll be on the shelves. I know of one single that, um, actually a couple singles that uh, I don't think I mentioned in there. One is Carla Bonoff, who is doing a duet with Michael McDonald on Okam Okami Manuel. And Luke McMaster has reimagined, and I think that's in part of the title, the classic Wham! Christmas song, Last Christmas. Oh, okay. I should mention that both of those artists did advertise with the Sounds of Christmas last year, and Carla Bonoff is advertising again. That isn't why I mentioned it, but I think that's kind of cool that that those are going to be out there. There are still rumors about other artists, but I don't like to to put those on the podcast because... It, you know, it may or may not happen. It's not something it would be different if like earlier in the summer before it was even announced, I think Rob Thomas shared on his social media, a picture of him in the studio. And there were some Christmas decorations and there was a big screen TV with some kind of Christmas movie on it. And that, that kind of gives you the idea that he's recording some kind of Christmas thing. Cause it was like June when he posted that. So that's one kind of rumor that I will share and talk about, but other things I just, I, I, I don't want to. And, and the reason is that it, it's constantly changing. I mean, it's been, I don't know, seven or eight years ago that Pat Benatar did an interview with billboard magazine. And she talked about the Christmas album she was working on. Seven or eight years later, that hasn't happened. And I have no idea why. Pat and I don't talk that often. So I don't know. It could, <laughs> I, I mean, there's a million reasons why it could happen. She did release a Christmas single. And maybe that's, and maybe she felt like mm, that's really all I want to do. I have no idea. But there are several artists that have done that. Shoot, the Backstreet Boys have teased a Christmas album three or four years in a row now. And it was supposed to happen this year, and they were supposed to do a big residency in Vegas to support it. But because of COVID restrictions and everything, they didn't feel that it was safe to do that. So the whole thing is being put off until next year. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's really a rumor or not, because they've said that. Well, I guess, obviously, that's not a rumor because they've actually said that. But there are lots of other there are lots of other artists that have sort of teased it, but nothing is has happened. And it's not always the case that nothing does happen. Dolly Parton did that for a couple of years, talked about wanting to do a Christmas album and that she was planning to do one and she was going to start recording it. And it took a couple of years, but finally it came out last year. So. Sometimes these things do happen. Anything else that you want to know about Christmas music for this year? I was looking at that Michael Buble deluxe thing. I'm like, I love him, but sorry, I'm not dropping that much money (laughs) for that. For those who don't know, it's the 10th anniversary of Michael Buble's Christmas album. 
and he's putting out a special deluxe version. And there are seven new songs that are going to be on it. And there are various different kinds of versions of this super deluxe package. And some of them are very expensive. And it's not for everybody. And they include lots of different things. I don't remember what all the different extras are, but there are there are going to be seven new songs. Um, only one of them has been released as a single so far. And that's mm-hmm. a new version he recorded of Let It Snow. And he recorded this with the BBC Big Band. And it's really a cool version. And you'll be hearing that next week when The Sounds of Christmas returns to Christmas music, along with his other new songs. And of course, lots of his old songs because we play we right. plenty of Michael Buble. But that's the story on that. There are a lot of deluxe versions, whether it's anniversary editions. She and him have an anniversary edition of their Christmas album, and there are a few more songs coming. And there are a bunch of artists who recorded albums in the last few years that have special versions coming out with an extra song or two. I know Megan Trainer has one. Straight No Chaser just released a new deluxe version of their album from last year, and it has a couple new songs on it too. And one is a version of Celebrate Me Home that's a duet with Kenny Loggins. Yeah, I thought that sounded interesting. I don't know if you really call that a duet because I think there's like 10 of them and one of him. So so maybe (laughs) it's featuring. Yeah, maybe it's featuring (laughs) Kenny Loggins. Um, anything else you think anybody that, that people should know about um, about your website? Well, um, every year I, in the Christmas season, which for me starts Thanksgiving week. I mean, I start decorating in November or, you know, early November. I have so much stuff, so I have to start early. But um, so really officially, though, it's like Thanksgiving week is when I start. And so I have a, I changed my yearly event title to a festive Yuletide. It used to be sharing the joy. Now it's a festive Yuletide. And that's where I just share, you know, recipes, crafts, books, uh, you know, movies, maybe some reviews, you know, I accept guest posts. So I do that every year that kicks off Thanksgiving week. I also host a Christmas spirit reading challenge and readathon that whole season from Thanksgiving week all the way till January 6th, which is 12th night for me. I and so that's what I do every year too. So if anyone's interested in you know a bunch of Christmas stuff and a bunch of Christmas reading and all that, then you should stop by and check it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You definitely should. Again, the website is true Xmas spirit dot blogspot.com michelle thanks so much for giving us some time and talking about christmas spirit and christmas music and christmas books and all the rest of it well thank you for having me i really enjoyed it and thank you for listening and helping us share some christmas spirit and for helping this podcast continue to grow we're on a couple dozen different podcasting sites and since you're listening to this now you've obviously found us somewhere but if there's another site you like to use for podcasts check out our podcast page on our website for the complete list of everywhere you can listen to the Sounds of Christmas podcast. And again, the website is www.soundsofchristmas.com. Then just click on the podcast tab. For the Sounds of Christmas station to listen to the music, you'll need to stick with our website or our app in the Google Play Store. 
If you have comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to me on social media or through our website. Thanks again, and may you always believe in Santa Claus.